Welcome to another edition of the Black and Gold Daily Blitz, the mid-season trading deadline episode. Uh, the Steelers made two significant trade deals uh, this week uh, and one significant not deal, which is the not firing of Matt Canada. Which one is more significant? Joel Alexander. The, the Chase Claypool trade is huge. Um, the Canada situation, one way or the other, isn't going to change this season. Um, you know, the, the Sullivan guy doesn't have a good track record as an offensive coordinator as it is. Uh, lost season, but there is hope at the end of the tunnel with that Bears uh, very close to the first round, second round pick. <laughs> I, know, I know you love draft capital, man. I know you love draft capital. Um, I'm going to put a little different twist on it. Uh, but first, welcome back to the Black and Gold Daily Blitz, uh, DSP Media Production at DSP Media Online. Uh, and you can visit DSPMediaOnline.com for all the great shows, including this one, uh, sponsored by BetUS.com. Hang on. I got the spiel here. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now. 125% bonus uh, or 200% bonus when you use crypto. Use promo code. DSP 125 or DSP 200. Uh, you bet you win, you get paid. Bet US. Wasn't quite as smooth as the last time, but practice makes perfect. Um, they got a lot of practice this week. They got their bye week. So they got a lot of practice. They get to invite uh, Will Jackson III, the other trade deal that they made with Washington. Um, I, I got a few different points of view to yours on the Claypool trade. First of all, on paper, I agree. I like it. Draft picks early, you know, you probably figure top 10 range. Um, in the second or, round. In the second round, right? And the way this season is trending, they could pot Steelers could possibly have three picks of the, in the first 40, um, which would be pretty good. You know, if by some chance they end up turning the season around, you know, going on like a six and two run to close, then they will be in the teens. So it might be like three in the first 50, which still is pretty good. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, and it's the bears original pick, not the Roquan Smith pick, which would probably be much later in the second, given the Ravens uh, record uh, at the moment. But here's my take on this. So on paper, again, second round pick for Claypool, rarely do you get the same value uh, in a trade from a player that you drafted, uh, it even rivals and a that. That, did up, that did not live up to being a second round pick. <sighs> okay, that's fair, but that's what I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, and it even rivaled the trade they they got a third rounder from Artavis Bryant, which nobody thought that they would get that much for him either. And then he flamed out uh, with the Raiders. So it worked out. Generally, the Steelers do, I think, I feel like they do win a lot of their trades. Um, they don't do it often, but when they do, they generally get it right. Uh, and again, on paper, I really like this deal. But looking deeper at the Claypool era, um, he averaged over 14 yards per catch his first two seasons, nine touchdowns that rookie year. He was, you know, explosive. He, he was explosive even in year two, just not as many touchdowns. He is what we would consider a playmaker. And he considers himself a playmaker. And he did not make the plays this season, but they moved him to the slot, which 
blows my mind that they would do that. Um, they they tried to put him in Juju's old spot, which I don't get, man. The guy's six four. Uh, you don't. He is he is your playmaker. I mean, he clear, literally proved it the first two years. I, I can't argue with you there. I don't know that I'd say he had a good season last season, though. I, I thought. Well, he missed some time early on, but he still averaged a, a 14 and a half yards per catch last season. Um, in 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 a an abbreviated season because he was he missed uh, what four six weeks, um, and then this year it's nine point seven because they haven't played in the slot. They're not using him at downfield at all. I I understand like the one deep pass that was thrown to him. He basically dropped and fell into the the, the opponent's hands. I, that was Pickens for what first game I think it was. Um. But Deontay's your slot guy, man, right? Like, but he's shifty. He moves in space really well. He's a good uh, yak guy. Um, if you run the right routes with him, if you if you run the slants and the crossing patterns and the posts, he you know that's your guy to go over the middle and then get the yards after the catch. Deont or uh, Claypool's not that guy. He's long and he, and he's tall. Uh, he was and that really was, you know, he was very misused misused horribly this season. And I think that gets overlooked when we're talking about how he underperformed. It's true. He underperformed. He didn't do the job he was supposed to do, but that role is not, does not fit his, his, his skill set. I, I agree with the, the slot comment, but uh, if he had had a phenomenal season last year, maybe they don't need to go draft George Pickens. You know what I mean? So Pickens comes in clearly starts attracting more attention uh, from the secondary than Claypool, which is pretty much an admission by defensive coordinators on the other side that he's the best wide receiver the Steelers have. Um, mm -hmm. And I think when you put, the, put it all together that Claypool is going into next year, the final year of his contract, you just signed Deontay to a big contract that he's not living up to right now. And then you got Pickens playing lights out when the ball's thrown his way. And you got this Calvin Austin kid who's supposed to be good. We'll see. Uh, you know, just got foot surgery done. And I think he was a fourth round pick. Uh, all that to me says you had control over, over uh, Claypool for one more year. You trade him. You get back the exact same uh, round and a high pick that, that looks to be because uh, it's the Bears pick. And now you're going to control that pick for four years. A second-round pick, you'll have control of that player for four years contractually. To me, with Claypool, they're not going to the playoffs. They're not going 9-8. and eight. They're not going 8-9. and nine. I, He had a poor attitude. I mean, I thought, you know, his body language was terrible. Um, I, I wonder, you know, what his relationship was like with Pickett, candidly. But at the end of the day... You know, now they have three picks in the top, probably 50. You, you can do so much with those. In those three picks, we're not, that's not even into the third round yet. You know, Kevin Colbert used to always say, you know, your top three picks in the, into the third round, those have to become starters or else you whiffed. So now you could be looking at four new starters if all things were to, to break the right way. Four new starters for the Steelers in one offseason. And that that's not talking about free agency. And then, I again, I, I still think they're another offseason beyond just the next one away. 
but you have so much flexibility to beef up both lines, uh, maybe get a corner, but it's clear as day. It's the offensive line and defensive line that have to be the priority. Uh, unless Kenny Pickett absolutely slides. And then you're into a whole different discussion uh, with say CJ Stroud and, and maybe another quarterback. Man, you're already going to new franchise quarterback. Um, I don't, they're, they're not going to do that next year. I, um, I don't. And, and they'll still have Trubisky under contract for another season. So, um, I, th- not that that's a ringing endorsement, <laughs> but, but I don't, they're not going to do that two years in a row. Um, you know, yeah, uh, they, they, obviously they like Pickett very much. They're going to move him right into the starting role. Last, last week he had a really tough, uh, assignment with, uh, Bradbury, uh, on, on his tail most of the day. Um, can't fault him for that. Uh, Steven Sims, I'm assuming moves into the slot, at least the first, first guy up. Um, I like what he does in open space. We've seen him on in the return game doing that. Um, they got him a couple carries on our favorite, uh, jet sweep play call. Um, but I'd like to see them actually use the slot receiver as a slot guy and not just doing little curl routes. I mean, in open space, cause that's what Sims can do. And that's what Deontay can do. And then you got Pickens on the outside and, and Deontay's a good outside threat too, but he's more versatile. I'd like, I really like to see them open up the middle of the field and not just use, uh, Fryermuth and Gentry and, uh, Hayward down the seams, just tight ends. What, what is it with that? It's a tight end only space. No, man. Like, you know, last year, this was the 23rd ranked offense with Roethlisberger, uh, and they, but they were able to move the ball. Um, and now it's the worst offense in so many numbers. They got the, the most motion penalties uh, from the offensive line, lowest points per game. Uh, oh, my God, man. It's, right. It's, it's, it's once or twice a game. Um, but to me, you know, to me, the that game versus the Eagles just reaffirmed that you got guys on the line that just are not NFL starters, okay? Um, and and it, it starts with the tackle. Um, he he's just Dan Moore is not a starter. Clearly, Kendrick Green isn't a starter. I mean, he's not even dressing. That was a third round pick last yeah. year he's not even dressing but we haven't heard dan moore's name um, called too many times this season James Daniels, so you know mason cole i like i like mason cole uh the fans got on dotson i think dotson might be a starter in the league and maybe chooks but it's it is not you you to me when you start talking about that first round pick so you have You've got to get the top tackle in the draft or the set yep. and protect Pickett's blind side. And that's your guy for a decade. Just sign him up. Done. He's there. He's a, a huge, huge piece. After that, maybe you go O-line again. Maybe you go do, but you, you got to beef up that O-line. If it, You're not going to know what Kenny Pickett is until he has an O-line. Uh, but, but what we're seeing sure. right now isn't good for him. Did you see the, uh, <laughs> did you see the video? Of Tyler Lindenbaum, the center for the Ravens, who was one of the guys I was really hoping they would grab last year. Um, Out of Iowa. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, like, pick up Devin White, uh, Tampa Bay linebacker, like a bag of chips, and just haul him for, like, 10 yards downfield while uh, – um, oh, what's his name? Whatever. 
I mean, like a pure run blocker, like a menacing force pushing the line forward. Um, it was, it, it was, it, it's hard to watch because that was the guy that uh, that I kind of wanted. I have no idea if they targeted him at all. I mean, they clearly went to pick it pretty pretty fast. Um, uh, another guy that the what? anyway, like that's that's one of those guys. That's who you want, man. You want someone to anchor. Oh. You want someone to anchor that run game. Um, I mean, what if they had paid him? Look at how he looked uh, the other day. Uh, sure. I don't know. You cut out, so I don't know who you were talking about. But I'll continue talking while your Wi-Fi gets set. Another guy that the Steelers did want Javon, several years ago. The, the, All right. I'll keep going. You jump in whenever you get set. Uh, another guy that Steelers did want was uh, William Jackson the third years ago in the draft. Um, and the Bengals cut, well, they didn't cut in front of them. The Bengals took him right in front of the Steelers and they ended up with, uh, oh, it was, it was someone really bad. Artie Burns. <laughs> Who was it? It was Artie Burns, right. It Thank was Artie you. Burns. Back just in time. Your boy, your favorite. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. So they missed on William Jackson and they get Artie Burns, which was a, uh, I mean, I actually think Artie Burns. I dude, that he was all right. So he plays in the AFC North Jackson does uh, several years in Cincinnati. He goes to Washington and Ron Rivera basically just said this week, we misjudged him. He didn't work in our scheme. Uh, he's not a zone guy. Which is true. He's a better man coverage guy, which is exactly what the Steelers need opposite uh, Cam Sutton because the Witherspoon experiment, experience has been up and down. Uh, Pierre's been up and down. Levi Wallace has been hurt. Uh, so they need somebody in there with man-to-man chops, and they get a week to work on it. Uh, and uh, the, the, the plan is for Jackson to potentially start in a week and a half. If not, you know, they'll get him in quickly. Uh, so it sounds like they've been high on him for a number of years. Um, I'm excited to see what that will, how that'll play out. Uh, your take on Jackson. If he is 80% of what Joe Hayden was from the Steelers, then that's a win. Uh, Witherspoon, I, I think it was a wide decision um you know that's who they wanted in the first place he's better than Artie Burns that's for sure yeah well the, the problem is they get him at 29 years old so it took him a while to get there um uh but you're right I mean it, it's and they gave up nothing they swapped 2025 late round picks I mean it was essentially just please you know we'll, we'll take whatever you're offering so it's, it, what it boils right. down to is they got a second round pick and William Jackson the third uh for claypool what it kind of is what essentially turns out to and then you know we'll get to be the judge and jury on whatever the second round pick turns out to be uh hopefully in two or three years it will pan out um listen i'm i'm still in denial i still think there's a window not a playoff window don't mistake this i, I don't think they're gonna charge back in, in nine and eight and be that seventh wild card team um but i think there is you get TJ back. 
I, I would have been much more confident in a turnaround if Canada were not on this team or if they stripped him of his play calling duties and uh, uh, an elevated uh, what's his face. Mike Sullivan. Thank you. Sullivan. Uh, that would have been, that would have been something now. And listen, maybe they're going to still going to do these things, but Tomlin's not the kind of guy to broadcast that over a, a press conference. And then he has to field a whole new slate of questions. Uh, he was very emphatic today when they asked him if any of the major changes involved this week would involve a coaching change. And he just said, no. So again, I still think I'm in denial. I still think this team has the ability to win the close games. We've already seen them lose the close games and they were just that short. I, they're a TJ watch short and some downfield passing opportunities missed uh, away from being potential four and four, maybe even five and three right now. So I, again, I, I know I'm in, I'm, I'm in that lower percentage. I know you, I know where you're at. You're in the, you're all on, on the rebuilding train. Um, But I don't see his trading Claypool as a sign of that. I just, you know, they have good depth at receiver and they went out and got another cornerback. Um, maybe not as significant as that Minka Fitzpatrick deal uh, a couple years back, but certainly they're playing to improve now in the secondary. So I, I don't know. Listen, if, if they beat New Orleans and they play and they beat Cincinnati, we're talking a, a different trajectory at, at that point in the season. So I guess we'll see. I'm still of the mind of we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I just think that, you know, it, it maybe I, I, there's nothing that I've seen to let me think that they're gonna win too many more games this year. Um, I'd put it at five. I think they're a five win team, and that's All fine. Right. Now you're in the now you're in the top top eight, top ten of the draft, and again, go tackle, get that tackle, get the big ugly. You know. All right. Well. When we see each other in a couple weeks for that Cincinnati game, we'll uh we'll put a twenty spot on that. I'll take the over on five. Okay. All right. Bet. <laughs> All right. Uh next time we'll have better internet connection for you, I hope. Nothing I can do about it. That's gonna be on your hands. He is Joel Alexander at Joel underscore closer. I am Adam Khan at AJ Khan ninety five. This is the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. Thank you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>